0: Hey guys, welcome to one more episode of uh, our Table Salt, our podcast here in Wyoming, Virginia Beach. And today we have an amazing guest. Uh, You guys are gonna love it. Um, she's been a friend of ours for a few years now. And uh, um, yeah, just hold on there. Please <laughs> subscribe to our channel. Share this with friends, uh, with more people that you share is more and relevant to uh, the subject we're going to talk about. And you're not going to missing this today. We're going to talk about sexual brokenness. So um, in a second, you're going to be with us. Okay, hold on there. Wow, guys! Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have Pat Caven. Uh, she's been a friend for years. She's coming to our discipleship uh, training school uh, almost every year now, and teaching in our school, and, and is being one of the top teachings for um, in our schools. And uh, we've been learning with her. And I want her to talk more. I'm gonna try to be quiet today and not make lots of questions. But uh, Pat, please. Uh, first of all thank you so much for joining us and please tell us a little bit about you and what god is doing in your life and yeah. you a little bit of your journey mm-hmm. and how you came to this amazing ministry today to really help this young generation mm-hmm. and people to be healed and walk in walking freedom yeah. uh, and, and in sexual brokenness so yeah tell us a little bit
1: yeah. first Felge, thank you so much for having me on yeah. this, on this uh, video um, Uh, Just even as you were introducing, I'm tearing up because um, it's such a privilege to brag on the power of God to transform people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I I often say I was one sick chick. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I came to Lord at 28 out of a lot, massive amount of sexual brokenness. Um, I... Got, I mean, had sex before marriage, got married and left my first husband for a woman. I had had my first lesbian relationship at 17 and then in marriage was unfaithful. Um, but then fell in love with a woman and left my marriage for this woman who, um, uh, a month after I left my marriage, uh, said goodbye to me because her former lover had returned to the scene. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, years of crazy, crazy living uh, a way I was raised Catholic um, I knew about God but never had a personal relationship with Jesus mm. um, and uh, but at 28 uh, oddly enough the brother of this woman that I was madly in love with and left my marriage for uh, we stayed in crazy stupid relationship it was so codependent it was it was just very sick but mm. um, uh, her brother and his wife came to the Lord they were new believers, and he had committed adultery, knew that God had forgiven him, and the wife had forgiven him. And they just wanted to share Jesus with everyone. And they didn't see my sin with his sister. I'm sleeping, but not often enough in my book, but yeah. I, I had rela you know, on-again, off-again relationship with his sister. And he didn't see my relationship with her any different than his sin. And so... When when they were to share Jesus, it wasn't about oh you're gay, therefore you need to come to the Lord. Mm -hmm. It was Jesus is Lord. Yeah, He is the way, the truth, and the life, and and you need Jesus because one day every knee will bow and every tongue confess Mm. that Jesus is Lord. At the time I was in a yeah oh it was and I didn't believe it. I had been in, I was currently at that point in a master's program that had a lot of occult uh, readings and stuff. Mm. And I just saw a lot of people do all sorts of crazy, weird stuff. I dabbled in a lot of stuff. And I just thought everybody changes, you know, it fades away. And so, but it was the scripture that Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Mm. And I didn't know about the father to me he was you know the the catholic god who likes to punish you know yeah uh you know you sin you go to hell and you already
0: feel like super judged by our own sin we know there were yeah yeah
1: yeah well I I actually didn't have any conviction of sin I Mm. was so much my own god wow I was so much like yeah I did whatever I wanted to do and had no conscience about it actually Mm. um uh, but it was the truth You know, that I'm the way, the truth. Because I was, uh, you know, exposed to all these philosophies. Yeah, um, and ideas. Ideas. And, yeah, it's all rubbish, you know. It it all fades away. But like, wow, if there is truth, it can only be one. One truth. Mm. Uh, And, well, I only have one life. If Jesus is the truth, then I should know that. Wow. And if he's not, it's okay. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> because it's just like all the other stuff that yeah. just is garbage. You know, yeah. and and so this couple, uh, Manny and Bridget, they said, uh, "Well, ask God to show you if it's." Well, I don't believe in God, so my prayer was, "God, I don't believe." They said, "Pray anyway." So I said, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so "I, said, I God, love that." You know, I don't believe you exist. Wow! But if you do, and Jesus is the truth, then I need proof. Yeah. I was taking a research course, empirical evidence. I kn- I, yeah. I want proof. So, therefore, if it's true, then I need to meet Jesus. And now I look back and I think the Holy Spirit in all of heaven was going, we got it, we got <laughs> That's Because it. my heart, I yeah. wanted to know if there was a truth. If mm. there was truth. Because there
0: was nothing to lose. Like, if, exactly. I, if you don't show up, I just keep doing That's whatever. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so that was... Um, Months later, I went with this couple to a big Jesus rally and I had an incredible experience with the unconditional love of God. Mm. And I knew I didn't have to become a Christian for God to love me. He already did. Yeah. I, it was all revelation. All, all of this happened in nanoseconds. And I knew I didn't have to stop being a lesbian for God to love me. He already loved me. Wow. Wow. But immediately, I was so aware that I had been the one to turn my back on God, that all along, he was mm. longing for this love relationship. And I would go, no, thank you. I don't have time for you. I'm my own God. And so today, it, it, like that, that's probably the message that I try to convey as I teach, is that you, God already loves you. You don't have to get your act together. You're already loved mm. and you were created to be loved. Yeah. And basically people look for love in all the wrong places. And now I I came to the Lord 44 years ago, was a counselor, uh, you know, uh, before that. But now many, you know, and I just know that people are longing to be known and to be loved. You can be loved, but not known. You can be known and not loved, but to be known and loved. And God Knows us the best, and he loves us the most. And it doesn't matter what sin or bad choices we make, mm. that that will never cause God to not love us. And oh. to me, it's just a privilege to be able to tell people that. Oh. And, and I, I, I also know that a lot of Christians can say, well, God loves you, but can you say God loves me? And do you yeah. believe it?
0: Your personal, yeah, you know.
1: yeah, and and I do think as a counselor, I do believe that there are barriers to why people find it hard to truly believe that they are loved, uh, and you know, and I kind of help people kind yeah, of sort those things out, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just know that God wants to remove those barriers because He loves us unconditionally, you know? mm. But but it is through that Jesus is the one, yeah. made the way back to the heart of the father
0: and to enjoy like a life of freedom and it's been like so amazing to see like we've been um having no having you teaching and coming to our Mm -hmm. DTS. but it's amazing when when we have the debriefing week where we have like Mm -hmm. times that we're gonna say hey so what impacted your life Mm -hmm. and that's most of our students like top up no uh they said sexual brokenness I never understood. I never understood mm-hmm. that God could love me, and He always did, even though I was going through the storm. Yes. He's, he was like He always loved me, and yes. I never, and oh. I never had the 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 power or the strength to believe that mm-hmm. he, if He loves me, why why don't I love myself? Yes. Like why can because it is you know we go for you know love God with all your heart and all your strength mm-hmm. and everything, and then you no know, love your neighbor as your love yourself, mm-hmm. and that's what they they always say. I think and now i can love people because now i love myself that's i could right. not love my neighbor before that's because right. i was so blind on my pain and my mm-hmm. hurt that's right and exactly. i could never understand i was like yeah, yeah god forgave me but do, do i forgive me right. do i receive that and that's like so hard to some people that's to right. get you know what you're saying is like and yeah. it's part of your ministry now yes. to really help people to understand like how can you receive that love and accept that love and Mm -hmm. forgive yourself and not remind God of your sins and remind God of what you did wrong. Well, I'm going to
1: interrupt you for a second there, Fauci. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I am from New York City, so I can be (laughs) bold. You you just said something that I really try to work on with people, especially as a counselor, but even Mm -hmm. as I teach, is I don't believe that you can forgive yourself. Now, sometimes Mm -hmm. when people say that, it's just words. It's semantics, okay? Mm. But truly, a lot, a lot of Christians get stuck because they don't receive the forgiveness yeah, of exactly. God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you can't forgive yourself. Mm. What you ha- and, and it really puts us in a posture of humility, of dependence on God, mm. which goes against the sin nature. The yeah. sin nature says, "I am God. Yeah, I'll figure my life exactly." Out yeah you know, and so that's where the war is and when often when people I say stop trying to forgive yourself mm-hmm. like what yeah, your job is to receive yeah it's a gift yep. of salvation yep. it's a gift of forgiveness and so good yeah because th- and that has literally changed the course of a lot of people's lives because they s- i said you were not jesus you yeah. didn't go to the cross you didn't suffer and die you were not in- yeah. the son of god who became man and went to the cross to pay the penalty of your sin so stop trying to crucify yeah. yourself yeah
0: yeah <laughs> because yeah. It, and, and then like you say this is it's so powerful because it is receiving god's love yeah and through that love is the trust and 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 mm-hmm. really Know that God is faithful And that, that you're not God Because again Like goes back to If you have the power To forgive yourself And then you go back To being God
1: Yeah Like exactly. you, don't, you don't
0: need exactly. God and now Why do you need to yeah. If it was so easy Just forgive myself And move on And that's super Super key To know that the receiving is the part and that we, but we are so proud how like it's so hard to to, to so, receive so, that so,
1: so I often I love telling people well that's sin you want to repent because I think of repentance as a call to freedom mm. where a lot of times people say oh repent of sin oh, you're telling me I'm a worthless human being I'm, I'm an excuse yeah you know I deserve punishment no it's like turn from your way to God's ways so and mm. you'll find life yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, so to be to be able to say, well, that's sin. And so what I try to lead them to is understanding that trying to forgive oneself is pride and unbelief. Mm. Like, I know my sins deserve more than what the blood of Jesus can cover. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. That's pride. Or like you are assessing your value higher than how God sees you. You know, hmm. pride and unbelief. And yeah. So like, so do you want to repent of that? I'm like what? But, but you know, like I feel bad because, you know, I can't forgive myself. Yeah. You can't forgive yourself because you're stuck. Yeah. And thinking you're supposed to.
0: Wow. There's so more other steps before you get there. So oh, yeah. it, maybe people want to get like, just, you know, like you said, just forgive yourself and you're done. Maybe there's so much more steps until you get there because it is like, I never thought about it. No. Forgive yourself for being proud,
1: yeah. like
0: what you're being, like yeah. you're being God, like you're, you're yeah. pushing God out of the picture and yeah. say that you can do by yourself, but you're going in the cycle that yeah. you can never get well, out.
1: What, what, one of the things as a counselor that I believe that has happened to most people is no one comes out of childhood without scars, mm. without some difficulties, because our parents were human beings, they mm. weren't God, okay, and so as a parent i know i've wounded my son when he, he's an adult now but i certainly wasn't perfect and i had a lot going for me mm. bible school and ywm and you know counseling school i had a lot going for me and i still made too many mistakes mm-hmm. and wounded you know and so in my own my own childhood you know a lot of wounds there okay um, and as a result of being as a, being a child how do you know how to navigate life and learn that you don't have to be God? Mm. And most kids, especially in this day and age, have had to learn to survive in some way. Yeah, and they they've learned to depend on themselves, hmm. and so it only reinforces the idea that you can be your own God. Yeah, and I believe God has incredible compassion and mercy that we rely on ourselves. So even behaviors that you know cutting sex drugs rock and roll cutting uh, you know just uh self-damaging uh i believe god understands that kids are trying to medicate their pain mm. but they don't know how to yeah they don't know that god has the healing because they've had to rely on themselves for so long
0: and even if their parents are, are christians christians missionaries like i had this conversation with my son the other day uh, I was taking team to co-op um, and I was driving and I I came in my mind as like, I asked, hey, uh, Nicholas, how, how can I, like, what, how can I, you know, help you more like process things like, you because know, we always talk. He, he's, he's very verbal, like, you know, cool. and then I was like, how? Would, and then he, that was funny because I didn't expect that answer. And he looked at me and say, I think if you don't um, judge me so much with like what I'm doing wrong and instead of like looking at what I'm doing good and how can I improve in ah. the good things, I think that will help me to process and be better. And I was like, Good for him! Wow, I never, I know. It. And then he, I was like, But I thought that me, no, I'm a missionary, you know, a base leader. I can, yeah. you know, being white went for like twenty years, da, da, da. Yeah. And I was like. But when it comes to parenting and you you don't want your son to... I don't want to be caught in so much work and ministry that my family's left behind. Exactly. And I was like, no, that question came out of that. Okay. And we were talking about normal stuff. And then when he said that, I was like, wow, I never pay attention that most of the time I'm trying to make him better by pointing the wrong things. And I was like, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. This is wrong. And then when he said that, like, maybe try not to just point the wrong things. Maybe yes. try to look at the good things that I yeah. do. Because I do positive. He say I do things that is good. Yeah. They are good. Yeah. And maybe look on those and say, what can, how can I improve mm-hmm. and be better on those good things? That's right. Because he said, suddenly, those bad things are going to fade away because I'm being encouraged to do more of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, wow, I never saw it that way. And that's like okay. what I think what the key is to yes N- yeah, you know because
1: yeah. you need to write a paper on ah, like, I, know, yeah, I know yeah i really, know and and really. but do a piece, whole podcast just on that t- <laughs> <laughs> and maybe i'll bring him here
0: yeah and do chewing. a podcast with him but because Chewy. i think like what we're doing even christians and being leaders in the ministry we're trying to mm-hmm. fix our family and tell them just do this mm-hmm. just don't don't sin like don't you know and then i think there's way more that we can do an encouragement.
1: Well, just knowing your family, I know that's not your heart. Don't don't yeah, do yeah. that. And and you know, as a parent, the parents with good intentions mm. don't always do it the way God wants us exactly. to do it. Yep. And it really takes uh, a relationship in the family where a child like your son felt safe enough to share what really what he really thinks. And you asked the mm-hmm. right question. Yeah. But how many families that never never ever yep. happens yeah you know and uh, yeah it, it, it you know so that's one of the when people say to me well my parents did the best that they could mm. i <clears throat> never disagree okay they're v- rare do, does a parent wake up in the morning and say how can i hurt my child yeah how can i damage them you know they may be sociopaths or something mm. you know but every parent at the time is doing the best that they know how you know and even in their maybe being lazy that's the best that they are capable of that day Mm. because they have their own issues going on you know and that's one of the things that i try to help students Mm. or or people that i counsel understand is that the picture the one of the main reasons we don't trust god with all of our heart and surrender to his love is because we think he's like the parents we had Mm. And we're being judged, we're gonna be punished, we gotta do it perfect, we gotta do it right. If not, we fail, we're never enough. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, that's just, we have the sin. That, there's all sorts of reasons people struggle with trusting God with all yeah. their heart. Uh, but how our parents parented us is one of the chief. Uh, uh, roots, because our parents were supposed to represent the character and nature of yeah. God to us. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And so, as kids, little kids look to parents, and they are God. They provide food, shelter, clothing. You know, maybe affection. Maybe, you know discipline. Yeah. You know, boundaries, and all that. And however, the and I do believe that what God intended is that if my parents were uh, representing the character and nature of God well enough. Then as I get into my teen years, I can transfer that loyalty and devotion to the God that I can't see mm. because kids have concrete thinking. They need to have concrete examples of things yeah. as they're growing up and learning. And and parents are supposed to be that concrete example yeah. of the character wow. and nature of God. YWAM does a great job with, you know, having the teaching of the heart of God, mm. how we we have a distorted picture of God's character and nature because of our earthly, uh, parents, wow. you know, the mother, heart, the father yeah. heart of God, you know? And so that has needs to be healed to realize that we're not surrendering, trusting God because we actually don't really know his character. Yeah. We don't believe it, you know, and it, and it, especially kids going to church all their lives, mm. you know, you say the right things but in the depth of your heart yeah. you really really don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. But in the area of sexuality the church has fallen so far short of being able to talk about the good part of sexuality. Just don't do it doesn't work.
0: Yeah. You're right.
1: You know, and God has and I, you know the podcast this time it doesn't lend itself to be able to give the whole uh, Teaching mm. on God's wonderful gift of sexuality. And it doesn't mean just having sex with somebody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because single people are sexual beings as well. Yeah. But to be able to, the church desperately needs to give a vision. Without a vision, my people perish. Why should we walk in sexual purity and holiness? Why is that a good thing? Wow
0: that's so key yeah oh it's oh, very yeah, key know. you know
1: and but god that is what yeah. god has for us mm. and that even married couples can have many difficulties in sexual purity and holiness as well using each other you know, I mm-hmm. mean, you, know it, it, you, you know you're allowed to have sex but um it's still not a loving experience yeah. you know um Uh, But the the church desperately needs to be able to talk about sexuality from God's perspective. I believe it. For to get, especially this younger generation, Mm -hmm. to say, wow, there's something wonderful to look forward to, or even to be, even as a single person. And they are being
0: exposed with all the technology now to that, or like why the churches are not catching up and and actually paying the price to say, hey, let's talk about this. And now it's it's a reality. They are all being exposed.
1: My pastor... Phil Manginelli mm-hmm. up in Smyrna, Georgia, um, and you can go on YouTube and listen to his amazing teachings. Okay, on sexuality yeah. as well yeah. as many other topics. Um, he, I don't know if he, it was his quote or he quoted someone else, but he said, "You're going to be discipled by somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody is discipling yeah. you. Who Who is discipling you? Yeah, and the, and Christians need to wake up to that fact. Yeah, years and years ago when AIDS was a new thing. The gay community uh, came up with a poster that said silence equals death. AIDS epidemic uh, fortified the gay community, really helped the gay community come to be a force in America mm. because people were dying and they were petitioning the government to fund government research to uh yeah, find a cure. Come up, yeah, with Yeah, something. to find a cure. Not change the behavior, mm-hmm. okay, but find a cure, okay? But that poster was very powerful. It really, it said, come out of the closet, give voice to this, let people know that you are gay because you too could die because wow. of this, of the AIDS epidemic, okay? And I often use that, that uh, poster on a slide, to say the church silence is equaling death in the area of sexual yeah. purity and holiness. Mm-hmm. And then too much of the church has swung to the progressive view of sexuality. And then uh, the, con- the, the evangelical church that doesn't talk about it, there's silence there wow. too you know
0: there's so much to unpack oh i was like oh tremendous we do not unfortunately we don't have we don't have that much time yes but this is so key i want i like i'm gonna put some uh you know in our description there Mm -hmm. box and people will get some for sure some links for some videos some Mm -hmm. websites or something that where they can find Mm -hmm. help and how they can find help and i we're gonna put that on our in our uh uh in our video guys this is i know there's so much that we can talk mm-hmm. and our time is just so short but i want to just you know give you guys a glimpse of how uh we can find freedom in receiving god's love and 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 mm-hmm. pat this is just an amazing uh what you just shared i think a lot of people will uh be blessed by just this mm-hmm. little 20 minutes that we had yeah. uh to understand how god loves us so much so yeah. i want to thank you Again, for being part of this podcast and help us to be awakened for God's love. And I think it is time.
1: If I could just add, my husband came out of homosexuality, but the greater part of his struggle really was uh, pornography, Mm. Okay, even into our marriage. And he has an excellent website called RestorePurity.com. And and it, it really is directed towards men. But the material is really for anybody. Yeah. But want to yeah. encourage. Um, yeah, we're going to put in the yeah. bottom
0: there. People can look at the video watching this podcast. They can look mm-hmm. in some resources there and then they can click yes. and, and, and find help as well. So yes. again, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Um, Yes. It's been uh, my privilege. Our oh, uh, yeah. pleasure to have you here. So thank you so much, guys, to join us today in this podcast. And uh, I hope you guys were blessed. And those words were encouraging to you as well. So um, yeah, keep uh, alert in our next uh, episode and next week. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, God bless you. Bye.